Hello, it's uh, episode episode five. Episode five. The news. We're back once again. I know. You know, it's crazy. How are you today, Eli? Oh, I'm 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 just amazing. Um, today is a beautiful day, and I have been up for about thirty minutes of it. How about you? Uh, I've been up for a while. Oh, okay. Since like nine or something. Wow. Pretty pretty crazy. I haven't. Well, you don't need to brag. You know. Yeah. My bad. The competition. Anyway, so to start this episode off, given that our our guest this episode is an avid fan of board games, correct? Uh, we thought we would open up uh, the conversation talking about one of our us three's favorite board game to play with each other, Settlers of Catan. Whoa, we all like Settlers of Catan. That's so crazy. Yes, what we do. So, Eli, I would like to ask you, what is your favorite? and least favorite resource oh wow well jack this is a very surprising question that i did not expect to be asked today um i i think i will go with or as my favorite resource or rock if you're basic um and sheep as my least favorite what about you personally i think wheat is number one i think wheat is the best wheat's my favorite and i'm gonna have to say lumber is my least favorite Look, like, I'm going to give wheat some respect. Like, wheat's definitely number two on my list. Like, I'm, I like, I'm not trying to disrespect wheat in the slightest, but rock is just so much um, mo- more, like, firm and so much more useful, I think, in my strategy. I disagree and- with that statement. I think ore is, too. I'll agree with you that those are the top two. But I think wheat is better because it's used in three. You can use it to build a settlement dev card and a city. So... I think I think if there's no if like the numbers on the wheat are like extremely low, it's gonna be the longest game of Catan you could ever play. Like that's when the game is like drawn out, is when there's like no access to wheat, like number than none of the right. numbers of wheat being rolled. I feel like with ore, if you don't collect a lot of ore, there's still like other ways you can win and it's like easier because it's it is hard and I'll give you that. That's why it's my number two. But I think wheat is the most important. That's why it's my favorite. So I think I'm just coming from a perspective of I think ore is just cooler. Like if someone were to ask me, "Hey, would you rather have this like stick of wheat or this really cool rock?" I'd choose the rock every single time. But it's in the game. It's not about being cool. It's about actually being important. To the I game. think it's both. Um, but but you know we can agree to disagree. Um, and then one. I have lumber as my least favorite because it's like used for a road and roads are pretty easy to build and then one settlement is like whatever like I, and there's like a lot of access to it because you know there's four of them and you know like they're all good but like I think lumber and sheep and brick are like you know who cares yeah they're bottom tier they're bottom tier resources for sure yeah now to bring in his opinions his expert opinion on what his favorite and least favorite resource is we have leaf leaf you want to introduce yourself Hi, uh, I'm Leaf, um, and I wish I could have uh, joined in on that conversation earlier because I have some defenses for why lumber's the best. Oh, uh, interesting. Best. Wow. Yeah, I actually, I really well, like lumber that's because wild. it's used to expand for your roads and for early settlements, uh, and I think that kind of gets you ahead. And also, the color of the lumber card is by far the best. <laughs> okay like i agree with everything you said up until the color because the color of ore like 
that like or is just like a solid gray there's nothing exciting it's about not it solid it's like gray with like specks of white and in, interlocked within it's so cool yeah. I'm a but lumber I, think, has I like, think it's it's easier i think it's easy to win without any access to lumber but it's hard to win without any access to weed well except if you go along the path that you need roads to make new cities because for lumber you have to have lumber in order to build roads right and but lumber is also the easiest to get because it's like you know the most collectible resources because there's four tiles so it's easier to trade for yeah but i think it's also i think it's just the coolest because you have to have it so we do we do have another question before we move on to our first segment and that is do you think that a hot dog is a sandwich don't give a reason just yes or no no interesting all right jack would you like to introduce the first segment well i guess so um you know me and eli actually talked about this recently and we wanted to open the question up to leaf as well because we both were like wondering like would we like if there were two of us would we be friends with ourselves like if there was another leaf leaf would you be friends with that leaf i think yeah probably um not for like any other reason but for the fact that i would like uh you know bond with myself well because i like you know me uh <laughs> So I think that I would, like, I think I'd be pretty good friends with myself because I tend to, you know, look for qualities in other people that are similar to my own best friends, I guess. Eli? Yeah, this one's tough. Um, I, I think I'm going to say yes. I, I, I like myself. I think I have enough self-love to say that I like myself. Um, would I be friends with myself? We talked about this uh, earlier. I think yes, to an extent. Um, I, I don't know how much I would like open up with myself, and I don't know how much I would necessarily want to like be friends with myself at first. Like if I'd find myself annoying and then warm up to myself. Um, so I think over time, I'd build a strong relationship. Um, but yeah, probably it'd be a rocky start. What about you? I think I think I'm gonna be the opposite of you guys. Don't get me wrong. I like myself. I like who I am as a person and that and all that jazz. But I don't think I would be friends with myself for the sole reason that I would just argue with myself so much that it just gets so annoying. I'm like incredibly stubborn and I feel like me and another person having a very stubborn argument, nothing would ever get done and then I just like hate the person. So like you know, sorry me, but I don't think I would be friends with myself. I think that there's another way you can look at it too. Is like if you're if you're you, then you're ex like ex you're the exact same. So you're super super similar to yourself, and I feel like that might get annoying after a while because like in a friend group, you want unique people, and if there's two of one person, it's just it's not it, it doesn't help anything. So I think that like I kind of want to revise my answers to yeah. I'd, I'd be acquaintances with myself, but I don't know how much I'd be friends with myself. Fair answer. Fair answer. All right. Well, um, going off that track, uh, I think that something that a lot of friends have in common is that they're all 
kind of similarly opinionated. I think that's what kind of combines friend groups. And so um, to kind of see as a test if we'd be such close friends, uh, I think we should ask a few questions about just general opinions on various things throughout the world. Uh, so the first thing we're going to talk about is coffee. So Leif, Jack, do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you like people who drink coffee? Do you not like people who drink coffee? Do you think they're bougie? Do you think they're just, you know, tired? What are your thoughts? I like, I like people who drink coffee and I like coffee myself, but I think it becomes an issue when you have to drink it every day to function. Like, uh, I, I love the taste of coffee and I will get it like maybe once or twice a week. Like if I'm like, maybe if just like from Starbucks or something. But like, it's, it's not a thing that rules my life. Like I don't have to wake up every morning and drink it to, you know, be a human. So I don't know. I, I think that's how I stand on it. It's just, it's pretty decent. What about you, Jeff? I think me personally, the drink itself, I enjoy, you know, cup of coffee. I don't drink it that often, but I honestly like think the taste is pretty good. And, you know, like wakes you up. Like that's the point of coffee. I, I don't like people who drink coffee with like a lot of like cream and like sugar. Cause then it's not coffee anymore. At that point, it's just like a sugary like drink. And it's like, it's not coffee. So like I have, I don't like those people. Those people get on my nerves. But people who drink like straight coffee, I'm fine with. But I like, have uh, always wondered like, because I don't drink coffee, I like don't know like why people do drink coffee. Like I think part of me thinks that some people like our age drink coffee because you know it wakes them up early in the morning. But like I also think another part of me thinks that like people drink coffee because it makes them feel like more of an adult. Like it's kind of like a rite of passage per se. Like oh, I'm drinking coffee. I'm so mature. Like it kind of like makes them think that they're they're like a part of society. I feel like that that's true up to an extent. Like like you said with the sugary drink coffee, like I feel like if once people start drinking straight black coffee, it's kind of like that rite of passage thing because you kind of just develop your taste buds so that they can't really taste anything but the coffee and it's good to you. Uh, I myself, I like mochas. I think mochas are great, uh, even if they're like, you know, slightly less coffee than straight black coffee. Um, but yeah, to that rite of passage thing, I think that, I don't know, it's, it depends on what kind of coffee you're drinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm not the biggest coffee fan. I think the most coffee drink, the most, like, the, the most amount of coffee I'll have in a drink would be for, for, in, for like, a mocha. Like, I don't think I'd do anything more pure coffee than a mocha. Um, typically, when I do drink coffee, it's because... I'm absolutely exhausted. And so, Jack, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but typically, because I'm just not a huge coffee fan, if I am going to have coffee, it's going to be with like three creams and four sugars, just because mm -hmm. I, I need to wake myself up and coffee's icky. I don't just, know. Um, there's no point to drinking that. You might as well just like drink milk. But I need the I caffeine boost is what I'm saying. Like only when I, like I, I'm not a big coffee drinker, so I only do it if I need the caffeine. Uh, and so if I need the caffeine, why not just add a bunch of sugar? 
because that's you know gonna wake me up as well um I, I agree too that i think sometimes people get a little bougie with coffee but you know like the people who buy like starbucks every single day like you have to figure they're spending like 30 dollars a week on starbucks which is just absolutely crazy um i think those people should like consider seriously investing in like a Keurig machine or something like that um but yeah I, I think overall coffee people are either like people who are just like exhausted in the morning or people who are like bougie I think those are the two camps yeah I'm I'd like personally like I don't like Starbucks like it is expensive and like I mean I have a coffee machine at home that I'm like okay I'll just make a cup of coffee if I want it but yeah. It's like, I just like find it interesting how people like brag about like having Starbucks. Mm -hmm. I'm like, cool, you're sick, but like, who cares, you know? Right. Coffee, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Um, but on a tangent question, what do you guys think of espresso? Like, as mm -hmm. another form of coffee? Because I really enjoy espresso, even though I don't necessarily like black coffee. I'm not the biggest fan of espresso. I, I think it is nice that it's not like um, hu a huge amount of coffee typically. So generally, I think like I have had espresso and I like don't hate it, but I, I, I'm not the biggest fan either. What about you, Jack? I've, not, I've never had espresso, so I couldn't give you my opinions on it. Oh. I like black coffee, so I'm sure it would be good. Interesting. Um, okay, so on that th uh, amazing discussion about coffee, so full of um, opinions and information, and uh, I, I really think we got to know one another a lot better on that subject. Uh, now let's move on to a different subject, um, because just like how coffee is sometimes very addictive, right, the caffeine can sometimes become so addictive to the point that, you know, you need coffee every single day, otherwise you're just going to feel like, you know, you know, shit. Um, so I think something else that's become very addictive, especially for our generation, is social media. So I, I kind of want to talk about that. Um, so let's start with what social media platforms are you on? Um, and how long have you been on? How long have you been on them? Uh, would you say you're addicted to them? And would you say that, you know, what's your opinion on social media in general or specific social media platforms? Um, so yeah, Lee for Jack, if one of you want to start. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm not on that many social media. Wait, sorry, sorry, Lee. Sorry to interrupt, but does it? Oh, sh my light stopped. Uh, it was flickering. It was doing the thing that I was talking about earlier. It was like turning on and off. And mm -hmm. it, yeah, sorry. Wow. Okay, um, thank you for that interruption from Jack's ghost. Sorry, it's like actually like really scary and I'm kind of worried and every time I try to film it, it goes away. So. <laughs> well, sounds like someone's pulling a prank on you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, going back to social media, I think, uh, I mean, I, I'm on Snapchat, Instagram. I don't use Facebook, but I have one uh, and technically Reddit too, but I don't use that much often either. Um, and I think that I use it to communicate with people. I don't really, I'm definitely not addicted to it. I have like maybe 20,000 for Snapchat score or something like that. Uh, just because I only really use it to talk to friends. I don't 
even really keep streaks at all. Uh, and Instagram, I have it. I don't use it, but I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not super into social media because I think it's, it's just something to do really while you're bored. Uh, not, or reach out to friends. It's not really like a way of life for me, but there are people, there definitely are people that use it way more often than I do. And it's what they like, they have like 10 hours of just straight social media a day. Like, and it's crazy to me, but I don't know. I find it as a way to communicate and a way to, I don't know, see what's happening in the world without, you know, using anything else. So it's, it's just something I, it's just communication for me. I don't know. Yeah, so I have uh, I've had Snapchat for two months now. Uh, I've Twitter for for three weeks. Twitter's fun, but okay, that, that's a different story. And then Instagram, I got like two days ago. Right. So you know, I'm I'm generally new to this like social media thing, and there's a reason why I didn't have it before. Uh, it's because I've. I understand that there's like positives to social media. Like you're able to connect with people a lot easier, like people who you may not, not talk to on a regular stuff like that. And it's for like social activism. Like it's super good about that because it's able to connect the world. You're able to express your opinions, like create, like create change because people will like see it and like it and share it and all that stuff. So that like I'm, I'm all for, but I also think there's backsides, which is why I've been off, like I haven't had social media for, you know, 18 years uh, because I find it creates like a culture that's obsessive over like a perfect lifestyle per se, like it, which degrades your like mental health. Like at least I think like, of course, some cases not so, but like, I think that it, it could be a cause of mental health and it has been in the past for some people. And I've just like wanted personally to like stay away from that not like obsess over you know like how many likes do I get on this post like oh who's liking it or who's commenting how many followers do I have because like I, I just don't like need to obsess about that because I feel like it would be bad for like me as a person and then on the social activism although it's good because everybody's expressing I find it that it all it is also an outlet for people to like say like oh you should do this you should do this but like then they don't even do that they're just trying to seem like the cool thing to do and like that's kind of like not what you know you should be using the platform for you should be using it for actual change and to actually like get stuff done not to just make yourself look better than you really are yeah i also feel like it's kind of limited in scope in that term though because i mean with the whole covid thing you can't really go outside and do like super protests through the street or like safely at least um, but it's, I feel like it's sort of limited in how much you can really change on a platform like Instagram, because people can post like, uh, different movements and stuff that they're a part of that. It's sort of a view or like you, you can post stuff on social media, but it only reaches your friends. It doesn't really reach the whole public. And in order to reach the whole public, you have to do stuff in person is my view on that. So. Yeah. I, so I have had Snapchat for four years. I've had Twitter for a year and a half and I had Instagram uh, for about four years. I deleted it earlier this summer um, because I found that I was like getting like addicted, not even addicted, just like, like I deleted the app and then I would just like subconsciously open up 
the app that was where Instagram used to be on my phone. Like, uh, uh, so I, you know, I think it's um, definitely very addictive. Not if not really even because there's a lot of interesting things on social media. Just because kind of like what Leaf said, when you get bored, it's it's something to do. And so if you have a day where you're just really bored, you find yourself constantly on social media. Um, I don't use Snapchat regularly. Uh, I think I have two streaks right now, and uh, I, I, I use it for communication um, as well, mostly. Uh, I think that uh, performative activism, which is kind of what Jack was talking about, like saying like, oh, I support this, I support this, and not actually doing anything, like isn't like a horrible thing to do, but also I think it allows for people to feel like they are like constantly in the right. Like if you're constantly posting stuff on social media without actually backing it up with anything, then you're not actually working towards any real change, but like it still gives people the confidence to say like, oh no, I fight racism because I post something on my story every once in a while or even like every day. And like, that's, you know, like that's great in helping raise awareness, but you know, there's only so much that can, you know, do before, you know, you actually have to ask yourself like, okay, what else is there to do? And I feel like people aren't asking that question because they feel safe and secure. They feel like they can do enough just by posting things on their story. Um, and so I think that leads to some dangerous things um, down the road um, because people aren't, you know, uh, you know, going to be as aware of what's going on or feel the need to keep learning and keep reassessing, you know, what their reactions are. Um, yeah. Yeah. I also, the other thing that I wanted to touch upon is like the cancel culture bad, you know, for societal reasons, because like it becomes an outlet for people to just say like, Oh, you should get canceled for saying something that like that person doesn't agree with. Like, I think, like, yes, if you say something bad that's, like, racist or anti-Semitic or something like that, like, yes, like, you should get in trouble and there should be consequences. But if you're just expressing your opinions without saying anything bad and somebody's attacking you because they don't agree with you, like, I think that's, you know, obnoxious. And I think people are entitled to their own opinions, whether you think so or not. And to have, like, an actual constructive dialogue between the two people as opposed to just attacking each other for you know not agreeing with with what you agree with is another problem with social media is that you just like like nobody like nobody's opinions like really change because you know of stubborn people like but like i think if social media has created this like societal like belief that uh my light is doing it again it's actually happening so what's, what's your ghost's name again? Oh, it's uh, Steve. Steve the ghost? Steve the ghost. Steve the ghost. Repping the ghost. I guess, I guess Steve isn't that shy anymore. I guess not. I, I caught him in that. You caught but him. But I think, um, I forgot what I was saying, but whatever I said, it was good. I, I thought so too. Everything you said about cancel culture was very articulate. You use big words which I'm impressed by. Um, yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to say on the topic of social media, Leaf, Jack? Any last words on social media?
good, bad, addictive, non-addictive? I'm not saying that people should not use social media because I think it can be for good. I just think that, you know, just be wary of how much you're using it and what you're using it for. Right. It's, it's a great place to interact with people, to connect with people. It's also a place for potential, um, you know, harm, a lot of, you know, a lot of racism and sexism and homophobia going on kind of in the subsurfaces of social media. So, you know, as a whole, you just kind of need to be careful, I think, is what we're trying to say what about you, Leaf. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that social media is great in doses. It's good for reaching out with your friends, but it's also, it, it is first and foremost a platform for opinions and, uh, yeah, and opinions are different for different people. I mean, it's, it's really just up to the user on how they want to use it, but it, like you said, it can be addictive and it can be dangerous too. So it's great in doses and it's, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been Jews with the News, episode five. Um, thank, you, thank you, Leaf, for coming on this episode. Thank you, Leaf, so much. Um, we want to shout out Daniel Zhang again because he helps us edit our videos. Uh, Leaf, what? The legend himself. DJ the legend himself. Did. Uh, Leaf, thank you so much for being on this call. We really appreciate it. Uh, we hope you'll come back again. I would love to, yeah. All right. Yeah.